Welcome, welcome to the Bro CR Supercast. Basically, a super cool podcast. See what we did there? <laughs> we discuss all things obstacle course racing, culture, and community that embodies it. From performing athletes, flashy new gear, and secret guacamole recipes. Yummy. We've got you covered, bro. Do you have questions? We want to find answers. Want to talk about running in the mud and your next big adventure? Cool. So do we. Now let's lace up those trail kicks and jump in the corral. The Supercast. The Supercast starts now. This week's episode of the Supercast is brought to you by Vanga CBD. Vanga CBD is designed specifically to help athletes perform their best. Vanga's just released their 2021 training calendar. This calendar is available online, 24 by 36 inch wall calendar to help you get the most out of 2021. There's a free version available to download that you can print yourself, or there's a limited supply of printed calendars that are cheap and come with free shipping. Leah, do you have a calendar on your wall right now? I do. Throw it away. It sucks. This one's way better. So it's basically, I've never had anything like this damn thing. Um, it's got a grid system. It's got every month laid out there. Very, very simplified. Um, the weekends are highlighted. So you know when to peak, uh, it's going to help set a lot of your huge training blocks. It's some of the best stuff around here. And once again, like from Vanga guys, they just want to see you do the best out there. Uh, it's a free product you can download. Like you said. Yeah, just go to VangasCBD.com slash BroCR, download it for free, or buy yours today. Um, also, while you're there, use code BROCR to save 15% off if you're a returning customer. If you are a first-time purchaser, we now have a special code for you. BROCR25 will save you 25% off your first order. Or BROCR or BroCR50, which is available for 50% off your first month subscription if you enroll in a monthly subscription plan. Just Thank you so much, Vanga. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Thank you so much, Vanga, for making this show possible. It's beginning to look a lot like Tuesday. Supercast. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. I'm Leah Hensley. I'm Jacob Bosecker. How's everybody doing this morning? <laughs> Collective silence. <laughs> How was your weekend, Jacob? My weekend was good because we actually got snow in Indiana. Um, if yeah, your pictures knows, were beautiful. Dude, okay. So if anybody knows me, I'm a huge fan of snow. I used to um, be a hardcore snowboarder. Um, I love snowboarding. I love snow. And I almost actually went to work for Burton Snowboards and worked with the Olympic team and Sean White oh, at one point. Uh, um, but I decided not to do that and got into engine business and designing stuff like that. But anyway, um, went out to Brown County and it was just freaking gorgeous. I need to send you some more photos, Leah, because that was just such a good yeah, run. Those pictures were beautiful. Oh, my gosh. And like I wanted to do a second lap, but there were so many people out on that trail. I was just mm-hmm. like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm going home. Um, right. I didn't want to pester people out there walking their dogs and distract them from nature. And it, it was just a really nice run. How about you? What'd you do this weekend? Um, I worked on my cheer home mom. gym. Well, yes, I was cheer mom. <laughs> um, my daughter had a cheerleading competition. And uh, so we did that. And then um, I scored a 
Facebook Marketplace deal with a CrossFit gym that was going out of business. And I saw um, the rower. Got the rower. Um, and nice some other. Two. Yeah, it was Concept Two rower. I got that and some um, heavy kettlebells and some ab I'm not gonna lie, I'm super jelly. It was like I got a ton of crap for like six hundred dollars including the rower seven hundred dollars what yeah i got the concept two rower i got the two kettlebells two ab mats and a um 12 pound wall ball for um seven hundred and like twenty dollars i think it was total yeah it was awesome i mean granted obviously the rower is is you know rode hard and hung up to dry from 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 being in a crossfit gym but you know, those things last forever and they maintain their value. So I'm still as long as you take care of it. Yeah, you can. And you can. Well, yeah. Now that you've got it just for yourself, you can clean that thing up. Exactly. And make it span. My yep. only beef with you, Leah, my only Uh-oh. beef. Tell me your room is way too small. Dude, I know. It's, so, I, I would. I am a garage gym <sighs> and I cannot wait until I start working my barn here. Actually, I've got to write some make some emails about that today. But like, I'm so claustrophobic. I have maximized the space in that room. Um, oh, I get it. My husband is a garage. He he's taken over the garage. He he's got a Jeep. He's got his Jeep Wrangler hardtop hanging from the roof. So it's just not really conducive for me uh, to turn it into my spot. But I'm working on it. I'm trying to convince him at least to get rid of the hardtop because since we've been in Georgia for the past four years, he's never put the hardtop on. Fair, um, fair. So I'm all about Facebook Marketplace, and I'd like to sell that. So if I can <laughs> convince like him, I am taking over the garage. Indeed. So speaking of snow, and speaking mm-hmm. – that's that's kind of like the, the theme of this week's episode um, because Abominable yeah. Snow Race is here in like two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, we've got the rebirth, um, if you will, of Abominable um, and we welcomed uh, back to the show Bill and Tom to discuss, you know, kind of the course it's taken, the new plans for this coming uh, race, and what people can expect from them. You know, and then also this that weekend, uh, Casey Timber Challenge is putting on a race this weekend. Yep. So we've got some and, some races starting to peak up a little. Bit, yep. Um, yep. So we will talk COVID to those. Yep. We'll talk to the boys here about that, and then. Um, touch back after we listen anyway without further ado here's here's the guys at abominable uh hardcore guys awesome time went through a lot of stuff with them last year we can tell a little bit of that story about being on the front line and without further ado here we go and we are back how's everybody doing today uh we are here with the Uh, abominable snow race right now um bill wolf um tom abraham um and as always we got leah here what's going on guys hey hey, thanks for having us hey guys yeah thanks for having us uh, happy new year all happy, happy new year so much for joining us on the supercast we are super excited to have you guys back on the show we spoke with you uh last year um getting ready for what we had hoped was the big event and then um, shit hit the fan you guys were there you were there yeah. as we know and as we've discussed before kind of 2020 reared its head that weekend and you guys were pretty much the first 
casualties of Corona and race cancellation. So I guess you got that going for you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we had no clue what was to follow. And, you know, to be honest, uh, had we pushed forward, we weren't prepared. So um, it was tough uh, to get through, but I'm I'm really glad that that we did, you know, for the, the safety of our racers. For sure. So, so the event was canceled and, you know, the question that pretty much everybody has had as, as the years progressed is, you know, now what, and what kind of a comeback and how is our sport going to rebound? And unfortunately we have seen many, especially our, you know, smaller local races, we've seen so many of them, you know, postpone, postpone, postpone. And then unfortunately, sad to announce we are no longer going to like canceled and we've seen several companies go under because of this and i'm gonna be honest there was a part of me that kind of thought and feared that you guys were were in that bucket yeah and rightfully so uh, it was a, a big hit to us uh, financially and you know um it was tough for our racers to go through, right? I mean, a lot of them traveled from out of state, had traveled 12 hours to get there on site on Friday, only to learn that they had been canceled. So uh, it was a big black eye for us as a company. Um, We certainly didn't want to, um, uh, you know, manage it that way, but it was just unprecedented, you know, the the impact and the the timing. You remember it all kind of came about on March 12th, this whole thing started and our race was going off on March 14th. So, um, but, that's in the past, um, you know, with respect to your question, uh, you know, how are we looking towards the future or how are we coming out of this? We've really had to take a, a hard look and, and change our, our race model, at least in the uh, interim during the, the uncertainty that, that surrounds us due to COVID. We have, you know, the uncertainty of being canceled, forced to cancel due to local registration, um, local uh, authorities is constantly looming. And that's the part you just can't um, manage through. So uh, if you can imagine the race that we put on or have put on for the last five years, uh, it takes about 10 days to set up. So, you know, we've got a crew on site setting up for 10 days and we had done that, you know, leading up to the March event. Um, That type of uh, commitment and investment uh, only to be forced to shut down would just destroy us in the future. There's no way we could have we could come back from that uh, again. So we've had to restructure, look at our business model. And with that, we've created the abominable trail race, at least in the, the interim, to give our, our racers, you know, our Yeti Nation fans, um, the abominable challenge uh, that they are looking for. Uh, with this change, we looked at two areas uh, that were key to our racers. Uh, one was location and one was time of year. Uh, and we, we brought those back. Um, if you remember, in 18 and 19, we had we, we moved the race about two and a half hours uh, up north away from our, our racer base. Uh, and we changed the date, you know, from a January end, end of month to a, a March. And, you know, those were uh, forced changes on us by way of our partners, um, but certainly understandable. But you know, we lost a lot of uh, racers, you know, by doing that. They really like the January cold. You know, they really want the, the abominable challenge uh, and uh, the Lake Geneva area was uh, a great location between Milwaukee, Rockford, and Chicago, you know, easy to get to and lots to do outside of the race um, within the town. So uh, those two changes, along with the format uh, we made, we brought the race back to January, 
uh, we, we moved it back to Lake Geneva and then we restructured the event entirely. So now we have the abominable trail race, snow races on hold for a second, uh, which is our OCR event. This is more of a, a trail race and you could consider it um, a blend of trail race, Decafit, High Rocks, you know, all kind of meshed together. So um, Tom, why don't you take us through the, uh, the new format? Um, I, I haven't seen the course yet. I don't see the challenges. <laughs> we have heard there's so snow. Get the insight on that. that there there's is tons a lot of snow. Of snow. <laughs> um, yeah, that's great. So, um, man, there's we're sitting really good right now. The the long range forecast is is not uh, there. I, I think maybe there's two days above the freezing mark. So oh, we're, wow. uh, we're really happy about that for sure. So that's going to hopefully make things come together the way we're 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 wanting them to. So. Uh, again, as Bill said, that you know this whole concept of um, you know that, that what we're used to, where we're setting up obstacles and everything, it's all going away, and, and we're we're partnering with some really awesome uh, local uh, races and local sponsors uh, or local gyms, I should say, that that are getting in it with us, bringing a challenge that they're well known for, maybe. Uh, and then pairing it with one or two more challenges uh, of, of the, uh, you know, it's some abominable snow race type challenges that we're used to doing, putting them all together. And there's going to be six challenge stations, um, two to three challenges per station. So we can do the math there, right? And um, people ask me all the time, well, what are we doing? You know, how do we train and how do we do this? And well, the old uh, push, pull, drag, and carry outside is is where it's at. Get out there and 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 drag heavy stuff, carry heavy stuff. Uh, know how to how to work out outside in the snow, um, and um, be on the ground, get dirty, whatever it is. Um, it gets snowy, and uh, you'll be fine for the race. So. Um, <laughs> So we're thinking as far as structure goes, we're, we're looking at something similar to, you know, an outdoor wad type of thing. Absolutely. You know, and, and I think that kind of came up when, when we started talking about the concepts, you know, how do we take something like a little bit of OCR, a little bit of DECA, uh, a little bit of high rocks, you know, your, your local gyms, uh, wad, um, and, and smash it all into one in a trail race. Cause of course we love the trail race, right? Yeah. If, 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 you know, we were marathon runners and, you know, pounding the pavement, we'd be doing something totally different, but, but we're trail runners. So, right. so let's get out there and let's work the trails. And, and then the place we're doing at, I'm telling you the concept could not work better. <laughs> it's it is, evil genius said it's best. It's, it's sick and twisted, but at the same time, um, it really works. And we have talked about this type of scenario, even with OCR, even when we were building obstacles, we've talked about, man, if this would make life so much easier if we had a setup like this, you know, and without giving too much away, um, it, it's just, it, it makes sense for, for, uh, racers and, uh, um, uh, our, our base camp area and, and, uh, our sponsors and everything, because it's, it's literally 
all in one spot. Like I can, I could just, if you, if I'm, I'm going to tell you, if you could picture a, uh, a football stadium, okay. Mm-hmm. In the field of the like football stadium. What's that? Like three of them. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the field of the football stadium is, is where all the challenges are and the stairs of that football stadium is the entrance po- entrance and exit points okay to the challenges that's that's sim- similar to kind of the setup of what we've been seeing with these these more hybrid events high rocks deca whatnot you know it's providing a much more spectator friendly um, experience and keeping people, you know, kind of in that festival area where they can see what's going on in the middle and then the runners will disappear and do their run thing and then come back and participate in whatever else needs to be done, you know, during the event. And I think that there's, you know, we're seeing a lot of success and interest in it because people are able to see what's going on. Well, so, so this kind of brings around the question then. So the running portion of what you guys are looking at, are you looking at laps or are you looking at independent different areas that you're going to go out and run a loop out here and then come back and then run a loop over here? Correct. Yeah. yeah we're going to go out and we're, we're going to run a, each loop's going to be different, right? Cause we're, we're of course uh, dealing with mother nature and, and the who built the trails and whatever else so so yeah we're not going out and running a quarter mile on a track and coming back and doing something else we're going out running a different trail every time a different terrain every time a different distance every time oh that's Um, great we've got we've got a quarter mile between one of the stations we've got a mile and a quarter between one of the stations uh and and everything in between yeah so it's it really is going to, you know, there is no, there is nothing normal. <laughs> there is, there is nothing at all that's, that's going to be, uh, that, 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 that's going to be repetitive. Well, and I think, I think the beautiful thing about what you guys are doing with this is looking at the nature of the beast. Um, you know, the abominable trail race, it gets back out in the elements. It's getting nasty. It's going to be weird. We're going to have snow. It's going to be all over the damn place. But then in high rocks or something like that, you see there, very, very systematic, super, it's like your CrossFit, you are judge rank time, boom, 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 boom. Here's the exact way, here's everybody running the exact same portion every single time. Um, You know, very, very, very systematic where you guys allow the things like that, um, those variables to play in. You guys let that terrain not be consistent. You, You let like this loop be a little different and that's, I think right now at 2021, we all just miss that. We all just <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's it. And we're just trying to get people outside to play in the middle of winter. Um, you know, at, at the same time, stay agile. You know, so that we can um, increase our chances of pulling this thing off. So, oh, I agree. Uh, you know, has separated you guys all along is you know the 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 niche that you guys have. You know, you're the only ones who've been putting on events, you know, in the snow with the tracks on your feet and, you know, like that's been your thing. And so, you know, it's been really cool. Before anybody to- else doing it. So many right. people copied this formula. <laughs> right. it's, well, it's tough. I mean, get out there well, in minus 20 trying to set up the course. I, that's what oh, I the vortex was insane. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that minus 52 uh, two years ago. Oh. It's brutal. Well, I mean, it's really cool to see how you guys have adapted now into a 
still keeping true, I think, to what makes y'all great, um, but now innovating past that to what what can we do now and it's cool because i think that you know this concept may have started initially as a well we got to do something what can we do into hey this is actually turning out to be really cool maybe this is something that we can continue to grow you know in the future so that's exciting for me so let me tell you, me tell you what's the bill you could you could say what it was but the the initial conversation between Bill and I and, and my wife, Sherry, uh, after probably three months of silence that went by between <laughs> our team, um, it was, hey, uh, what do you think about doing, and it was a trail race. Bill's just, Bill's like, just a simple trail race, just maybe a 5K. We started just off with 5K only, nothing yeah. else. <laughs> But that wasn't abominable enough. Um, so we had to kind of keep working that muscle. But, uh, you yeah. know, you're right. It's We had to create a, a race that was agile enough to, to move around with the uncertainty of COVID, uh, mm -hmm. but stayed true to the original spirit of the abominable snow race. And, and that was getting out and play. I mean, uh, the whole spirit of ASR, what it was founded on is, that feeling you have when you're a kid crawling through snow tunnels or getting outside and realizing that, you know, you can have a great time in, in the winter season and, you know, you're, you're warm, you're boned up, you're layered. And so, you know, kind of playing king of the mountain, all of these things, these concepts from being a child, you know, kind of built into the spirit of ASR and it's, it's helped us kind of um, bring that feeling, you know, back to the 40 year olds, you know, to me. Uh, so how many days is it going to take to set up what you guys are doing right now? What is the hope here? One day, one day, one day maybe. <laughs> we show up on Friday and uh, the events uh, will finish somewhere around two, three o'clock in the afternoon on Saturday and we'll take down. We'll be done. We're heading over to uh, Hawksview Golf Course, which is our offsite parking. They got prime rib dinner. So we'll be <laughs> eating some prime rib. So, now, like a great time. Now, fortunately or unfortunately, however you want to look at it, um, you know, you guys, in order to pull off this event, obviously, we, we talked about, you know, you, you have to comply with state locals and all that. So you guys were capped. And yeah. fortunately, I suppose, you guys reached that limit and, and were sold out, right? Yeah, yeah, we went live um, this year because of uh, the, the racer experience in 2020, we opened up registration to this new event to our 2020 racers. They were the only ones to receive a discount. They got two weeks priority registration before it went open to the public. It was just a small token of our appreciation to those that kind of worked through this difficult time. And I'll tell you, you know, not focusing on the bad, either you could kind of dwell on that. We had an overwhelming, um, you know, rush of support after the event, you know, they all, majority of everybody understood. So, you know, just giving back to them. And then we opened it to the public within two weeks by November 15th, we were, we were pretty much sold out. We've got That's a wait list about a hundred people right now and kind of working people in as current racers uh, move to virtual, you know, some people don't feel comfortable coming out given the environment. We totally respect that. And we've got options for them. And I think it's just so good that you guys are allowing that. You guys are saying, hey, you know, we still want to get you your stuff. Hey, we want to get you your swag. But 
if you if you don't want to come and we we understand that we are putting on provisions to make sure that this is a very safe thing you guys are doing following protocols greatly right now um if you don't feel like that's necessary to come that's cool we're gonna open it for somebody else and that is uh, that's just such a good thing i mean it's yeah the extra time and thought i mean we've all kind of gone through this we've seen the world you know kind of rally around um you know how do we how do we live through this how do how do business survive through this and you know there's no perfect way and we could all debate this on the other side and we're not here to do that we're here to try to run the, the thing as safely as possible and now us having you know time to plan you know given our racers the option uh, so you know they have the option to move to virtual if they don't feel comfortable um they can come on site and run the actual course before or after the event if they'd like to do that on their own or as a smaller group uh, and they still earn their swag we're going to ship their swag uh, no cost to them uh, the other option that they have is to transfer to another racer uh, and we help them with this wait list we're able to give them a partner somebody to sell their race to and get a full refund um, great and so we've got more options we've had more time to kind of prepare this and, and uh we feel like we're, we're coming at it from a safe way. We've got brand new partners, support of the city and the county health departments, fire police and the hospital all behind us. Uh, so we feel like we're going to pull this off and uh, we've given it every chance possible with this new format. Man, this is just great. I'm just so happy to see this this coming to fruition and just circling back. Yeah. So people you guys were there. You guys were there on, on the 14th. There. Traveled all that way and... Uh, Unfortunately, we couldn't get you out on the, on the start line. Uh, not, not. Yeah, I'm sorry. If people want to participate, obviously we talked, you know, it's full for on-site stuff, but if there are people listening or interested or want to support you or, you know, whatnot, are you still taking straight up virtual signups and what does that entail? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, you know, with our purchase of swag this year for 2021 on the trail race, we are capped. Um, and so we bought some extra swag and so we're allowing some folks as they transfer to come in to be part of the race itself on site. Uh, so participating virtually now for the 2021 event is not possible because we don't have a medal for you. We don't have swag for you. And we're just okay. kind of working these folks that are on site uh, however, uh, we do have a 2020 virtual um, uh, program available uh, for folks online, and it's got a 5K, 10K, and what we call the Yeti's Challenge, which is the 15K, and it's a host of you know physical fitness, um, high-intensity training exercises that they need to complete on their own pace, you know, on their own turf, uh, and it's, it's very low cost. And they get if you go for the 15K, you get you know the two medals for the courses and you get the Yeti Nation medal t-shirt, two beanies, uh, a bag, some stickers. So go on site at abominablesnowrace.com, click on the, the virtual page and it'll take you to the 2020 option that we have. So looking forward to the future here. Um, obviously, I feel like every year you guys learn a million lessons. Um, it's just a nonstop learning just world here for you guys. Looking forward towards the next year, do you do you see the OCR coming back? Do you see at, at a venue like this again here in Geneva? Um, what are you guys' future plans for this? Yeah, uh, I wish I could answer that directly. I will say that we have all of our obstacles sitting on a 
semi-trailer right now ready to go at the ready. Um, <laughs> I think the, the new environment that we're heading into and you, know, you hear all the news, I try not to follow it, but you know, about the mutations of COVID and you know, the efficacy of vaccines and you know, all of this uncertainty, um, we need to stay as agile as we can with our events, you know, being able to um, have some ability to give options for our, our racers and reschedule. And so the OCR version that we have, which travels around, as you know, we've had um, mm -hmm. this fourth location in six years. Um, that business model of traveling around, setting up for 10 days, that's real heavy on resource. And with this uncertainty and last minute forced changes, um, you know, we could really put our, our race and our business in jeopardy and, and you know, uh, ultimately, you know, uh, not have an option any nation. So I'm just going to respond by saying the OCR version is on hold at the moment. Uh, we are looking at some permanent course options in the, the Northwest um, part of Chicago, the suburbs there okay. uh, that would surrounding our base. But uh, I think the future, at least the immediate future in the next couple of years, we're looking to build out this abominable trail race uh, and, and create more of a seasonal uh, focus. So a series, if you will, uh, of this ATR and pushing it around the northwest suburbs of, of Illinois and uh, southeast portion of Wisconsin um, as a series. Uh, and I'll say, Tom mentioned it before, we've got great partners in Highlander Assault, Frontline OCR, Strong as Oak, um, High Heart Fitness uh, down in Plainfield, and Power Combat Fitness PCF Belvedere uh, in Belvedere. And uh, we're looking for ways to partner with them on series and, you know, bring out um, a kind of local OCR feel. You know, I think Ohio does the Grand Slam. You know, maybe we have a version of that. So those are thoughts kind of percolating uh, right now from a business perspective and for the next couple of years. Well, I think it's just a great thing. And I think it's a, I think it's a good way for you guys all to come together in your area between you guys and the frontline guys and the, um, the Highlander guys to, to kind of create that. And we see so much of that um, with the frontline guys working with Supercell. And we see that with like the abominable guys. I know with the um, Highlander. I, yeah, the Highlander guys and just making themselves in these like little communities and their gyms like coming over here. And it's it's just such a good thing for these this marriage of like a gym to go to, to rally together and go to this race or something. And you guys got P PFC Belvedere and it's 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 just a great thing when you get those communities backing behind you. I think that's what we've learned through this is, you know, um, it takes a community to pull these things off and, you know, our loyalty is found in the, the networks of, of these partners, you know, and, and the surrounding community of their businesses and, and their efforts. And so we're just, you know, grateful that they're coming on site. They're being a big part of the race day experience. They are going to kick your ass in this bowl. <laughs> um, I did get a first look, uh, at some of the challenges and, uh, I'm glad I'm doing the one lap five mile. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, I think the important thing that we've all learned through this whole year is, is the importance of fluidity and, you know, just adapting to changes. And, you know, you guys are clearly doing that. Um, you know, it's, it's exciting to see you guys coming back from all this, you know, whatever that may look like right now. 
Um, you know, we're just super excited and, and happy to partner with y'all. And, you know, anybody who's listening to this, who wants to support you guys, what is the best way for them to, to reach you individually or the, you know, ASR as a group? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, if you want to get involved, we, we, we have a wait list um, now. So I, I would recommend you get on the wait list, go to abominablesnowrace.com, look at the, the trail race or race uh, page, and you'll get on the list. Um, we have limited spots. So the chance of getting in is pretty small percentage right now. But if you want to be part of the race day experience, we're looking for volunteers. Uh, we cannot allow spectators this year, just given the COVID environment and the capacity constraints that we have on site. Um, but abominable snow race uh, forward slash volunteer, you'll see the uh, available options and you get free parking, you get a free hoodie uh, and you get to be part of the race day experience. And it's all there in the bowl. You get to watch the race um, in, a, in a much uh, better way than in the past. So uh, and then if you have any questions or want to get involved in the future, you know, send us a note at mail at abominablesnowrace.com and it comes right to, uh, right to me. So thank you. Thank you guys so much for being on the episode this week. Uh, we look forward to you guys' race here coming soon. Yeah. Thank you guys. You guys have been there from year one and I really appreciate the support. <laughs> yeah. Thanks guys. Good thank to see you. Appreciate it. No problem. You know, they're just good guys. They are. They are. I'm, I'm bummed we're going to be missing it this time. And and I can't wait to hear about how it goes and, and hopefully join them next time. Absolutely. Mayday's turning big one this uh, next week. And I've mm -hmm. got to be super dad for my big one-year-old and join the Cool Hat Club and make jokes about it. There you go. I've got cheer competition myself, so... You know, dual hats were OCR runners by day and super parents by night. Um, okay, so so new super parent thing, but not really super parent thing. The mm -hmm. um, uh, East High School here in Columbus, Indiana, is asking me to start doing some coaching stuff with their oh. track teams and stuff. So I'm considering starting to be a track coach, Coach Bosecker. Okay, um, okay. So we'll see if I do that or not this next year. Um, it was one of those things I was reminding myself. It's just a spring commitment. It's not like all summer. Right, so right. I may oh, yeah. help out with their pole vault program and uh, some of their some of their stuff there yeah you got experience uh, there might as well capitalize uh, on that a little bit but lee i was thinking about i've not vaulted for 15 years <laughs> right uh, is it one of those things like a bicycle i don't you know i don't know is it one of those things that like uh, you think you could do it again or it's been a decade trouble? since i picked up a pole vault pole i'll, I'll just say that um, <laughs> aside from that leah though mm -hmm. so we, we've talked we've talked snow races which we're excited to see abominable uh, excited to see the kc guys put on their event we're excited mm -hmm. to see some other things start rearing their ugly head my first event of the year got canceled leah um i and know then turns around your big hot dog got canceled too all right randy all right. Matt, i'm trying to okay. discuss I'm so freaking pissed Leah, off. Okay. Leah's mad. <laughs> Disclaimer. Yes, I know my anger is misdirected and there's nothing I can do about it. And it is what it is. I get it. However, I'm still pissed. Yeah. I'm looking forward yeah. to yeah. High Rocks. Um, we've been talking about it. Aaron Lord knows Matt been... Davis was pumped for it. He's been calling everybody for months. <laughs> I know. Everybody was pumped about it. And you know, okay, so here's the thing. What... <laughs> in my opinion, makes this different than the 743 other cancellations we've had 
is the fact that this one has been like the biggest I don't know any other way of phrasing it. The biggest dick tease there is with this race. We've been emailed. We've been notified. The it's hype happening. train has been rolling down the, Dude, the, the station. The hype train <laughs> has been like covered in neon lights because it's coming. It's coming. Don't worry. It's well, even coming. like E-Rock on like their Elite 12, which was a great thing. It's like, it's coming. Dallas. It's coming. Don't worry. It's coming. We got an email. It's still coming. We've gotten COVID approval. Everyone needs to have their COVID test. You know, dude, I'd go get my COVID test naked at this point if it meant I could get back to racing. I did do it naked, Leah. <laughs> <Not really. laughs> and it's coming, it's coming. And lo and behold, freaking Matthew Who Davis <laughs> dropped the bomb on us that it's been postponed. And I'm not going to lie. Matt is is usually pretty spot on with his breaking news, but I don't want to believe him. I refuse to believe him until three days later, finally, we got the official note from High Rocks that the Dallas event is, in fact, postponed until April 10th. April 10th. The same day as another race, Leah. Well, right. So not only okay, so oh. it gets postponed till April 10th in Dallas, oh. which the venue apparently might change, and we don't know where the venue is mm. going to be. They plop it on the same day mm. as the Dallas um, Savage, Savage. Race, which we can believe those guys—they're actually they deliver on, on their events. hype train. But so it's the same day as that, as well as. One of these brand new, just announced Spartan National Series races in St. Louis Obispo. But which, here's the thing, Leah. Who knows? Is that's gonna a Southern happen. California race gonna happen? No. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing happening no more. <laughs> I'm so mad, y'all. Like I was really looking forward to this and getting no away joke. a little bit, shaking your tail feathers, walking around in stoked. Dallas, eating some tacos. Saturday morning, I went out. I did a little high rock sim workout, kicked my own ass, felt great about it, posted about it, and then you know, less hurts. than 24 hours later, crap on my birthday cake and not only is it like a double crap sandwich i i can go to the april 10th date but my partner amber cannot go to april 10th so what's amber doing the 10th uh, she's got a baby shower to go to and got a hot dog eating competition trying to be a good friend and all that which of course you know in no way am i upset with her because yeah, yeah, yeah. you know got... you make plans and you make arrangements for those plans and then those plans take a swan dive into a pile of poop and <laughs> here we are so here and here's the hard part that's just so like well okay maybe dallas will happen savage probably is gonna happen savage um, has had a, the best track record they've been pulling off events so I believe yep. in them. I believe in Sam and the team over there at Savage. I think they I will have a Dallas event. I, but Spartan at St. Louis, St. Louis, I, man, nope. that is a roll of the dice. Um, I, well, and here's the other thing. Like, and Amber and I were talking. We're like, okay, fine. Let's, let's try to face forward and, and okay, we can't do this April 10th Dallas. Let's see what else we've got for High Rocks. The only other options for High Rocks at this point is California, New York, 
and Illinois, which are three of the most locked down states there are. So do Big cities. any of them going to happen? And this is one of the things that, like, with High Rocks, I was like, when they came, first came around, I was like, oh, man, they're going to be hitting big cities, super iconic stuff like that. Right. You know what's not really appealing. good to hit the global pandemic? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> <In> the big city. <laughs> well, I mean, and you're, I mean, you're exactly right. Like, that was part of what was exciting about High Rocks is, you know, as, as traditional obstacle course racers, we're used to flying somewhere and then driving two hours to the middle of godforsaken nowhere. You it know, was like the race. stadium, but plus another guy. Exactly. Like, and then the stadium races were, you know, picking up speed. And so we're like, oh, that's exciting. Uh, and absolutely. then High Rocks comes and you're like, oh, boy, even more exciting. You know, we're at Navy Pier. We're at exactly. you know, iconic stadiums and, you know, these awesome venues. And then poop turds. And then poop turds right there. Poop turds. I am so bummed about this because, like, this was really growing to be a huge throwdown at Dallas. And I know. Everybody was coming. Yep. And so they're doing some lame hype thing. I don't know. They're doing another virtual challenge, which, you know, fine. I'm over them. But We've there's a another lot of virtual, virtual challenge. <laughs> and apparently they're doing some kind of you know, enticement, because we heard a lot of whining from some of these pros that they weren't invited into the special heat for Dallas. So Mm -hmm. now they're saying if you do this virtual thing and you win it or whatever, I don't know, you do good, then you can win an invitation to come to the new Dallas event if it happens. If it happens. I'm just, I'm so mad, Jacob. I I hear you. It's my sucks. my traditional race that I do with all my friends that happens like it traditionally happens like this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they've pushed it back a few more weeks. They're doing it Valentine's Day weekend this year. It got canceled mm-hmm. down at no. Hard Truth Hills, um, Brown just, County. It sucks. I'm so um, tired of but it. But here's here's the realistic thing, Leah. I listen I listen to the news every morning. I'm NPR and I've got a bunch of different Reuters stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, according to the CDC and their plans here, we're gonna have another. They think in the next five weeks it's going to be consistent. Um, what can be consistent, toll. you mean? The oh. death tolls that we're seeing. Leveling out or rates. getting worse? No, just the same. Um, they're saying, you know, prepared for us to possibly see half a million deaths um, for the total toll in the next five weeks. Um, honestly, and I don't and know it's if horrible. this makes That's just, me. I don't know. Being what on the other the right... side of it now, it's rough. Well, yeah, I I don't know what the right adjective is for me at this point with everything, but I'm just so, I don't don't know what to believe anymore. You don't know what to listen to. You don't know. You just, you just don't know anything anymore from anyone. (laughs) And that's, that's been one of my things with, with the whole COVID crisis since the beginning is like, it's a new Mm -hmm. thing. We don't know enough. Right. But yet we claim to know everything and that knowledge changes day after day after day. And, you know, the the people are just there's COVID burnout is real. People are tired of hearing it. And thus they're not taking things seriously as much anymore. And it's just it's just so hard to know where to go from here. And it's sad (sighs) You know, one of my fr- when we were at this cheerleading competition this past weekend, right? 
Mm-hmm. I was talking to um, one of the other moms, and she's got some younger kids, and she was telling us how her little girl, who's in kindergarten, has no idea what her her classmates look like. She has never been to school in a non-COVID world. Like, sure. this is all she knows. This is her normal. And to hear this little girl talking about how, you know, she doesn't know what her friends look like. Like, that just broke my heart, you know? That's yeah, it's hard. Sad. It's, it's rough. I mean, and I just talked about, you know, possibly being a track coach here in town. Right. I don't know what that's going to look like here Mm-mm. with protocols here for our high school. Um, I mean, I know um, here at our high school, things change all the time. Like, my daughter's a high school cheerleader, and, you know, one week they can practice. The next week they can't practice. Then they can yeah. do stunting. Then they can't do stunting. I, and, think, I think for me the big thing is, like – I think the hard part for me with the high rocks events is an indoor event. Indoor yeah. events are just so, um, and this is just, this is me spitballing here. Um, mm-hmm. take it for what you will, but like outdoor events, there's more of a chance. And I think like even smaller outdoor events, and that's one of the reasons why we did what we did last year with helping out mm-hmm. with a lot of the locals. Um, because you're looking at local events, you're not going to see more than 600 people there. Right. Right. But on certain guys, weekends, like you're we going to see 10 times yeah. that. Yeah. No, I, I hear you. And that's why guys we talk to like, like Bill and Tom, you know, it's seeing what they're able to pull off. I mean, when you're dealing with something that's indoor, with shared mm-hmm. equipment, you know, I'll say, you know, Georgia is is pretty pretty dang open when it comes to events. Um, and yeah. I've mentioned, you know, as as recently as this past weekend, we had a cheerleading event at one of the major convention centers down here, and so it was indoors. Um, but the precautions were out the wazoo. It was, you know, you had to wait outside. You were not allowed to be inside in the venue hanging around. You could only come in when it was your kid's turn to perform. There were no seat. Like, there were no seats in the convention center. You went in, you stood um, with your masks on at all times. Sure. Um, you watched your kid, you grabbed your kid, you left the building and that was it. Um, so, you know, we're still having events, but it's, it's very, very different. Yeah. Um, you know, and I was standing there this weekend trying to think about high rocks. Cause of course my heart had already been broken and, you know, I'm standing there looking around and, and the venue and the, the, the police that were there. I'm like, there's no way they could do something like that for an event like high rocks where people are sweating on things and touching on things and sharing equipment and, I don't know. I mean, it's I don't know what's realistic to hope for as far as a return. I think I, I just hope here we we start distributing vaccines quicker. Um, and I hope that we return to some normalcy this next summer. Um, well, in, in some capacity, some capacity, because whatever that I, I new need, normal I is. I need a run. I need a run. <laughs> <laughs> I need a race. Yeah. I'm so about doing some new stuff. Do you have anything on the horizon, like anything signed up for at this point that's still a go? Right now, I'm right now I'm not signed up any for anything, yeah, but I either. am planning. I actually made my calendar, Leah. Well, um, I made my calendar of what I want it to be, but. <laughs> so, so my calendar realistically right now, um, the Frosty 5K is not happening in February. That leaves me all the way until May 1st. Until the first event, yep. Um, right now, me too. And Highlander. Right. 
you know, and, and we've got the events that we've, we've mentioned and we've talked about. And, you know, honestly, at this point, I'm just taking a slow and steady, cautious approach because I'm not going to lie. High rocks, you broke my heart and yeah. I don't want to get my heart broke again. <laughs> so, you know, we'll I think, see. I think Highlander is going to happen. I think frontline will happen again. Um, I've got Gnawbone and Ohio Savage penciled in. Um, mm-hmm. I, think Ohio Savage will happen. I don't know if Gnawbone will happen, actually. they yeah. I really think Gnawbone will probably be canceled. Um, Tame the Terrain is a coin flip here on the 19th. Who knows if that'll happen in June. Indian Mud Run on the 26th. Do you think Indian Mud Run will happen this year? Like I said, at this point, it's just, it's too far out to conjecture yeah. anything. You know, I mean, we, we have a list of things that we're hoping for, but realistically outside of 30 days, I don't think we can even I don't think it's even fair discussing it truthfully because I feel like 30 days at a time right now <laughs> you, know? you know I think I think the big two that I'm planning for this next year are my locals and then hoping that OCRWC and and um oh. world's toughest motor happen but that's Dang. I mean that's it's so far away. away it doesn't even yep. seem like in the realm of but it's not that far point. away Leah it's not in, that far away in reality no mm. you're you're correct you're right so it's in the grand scheme of things in the world that we've seen here. It's not that far away. Anyway, enough of talk about sadness and cancellations yep. and, and bullshit. It's time to talk about something happy. Leah. It's community kudos. Do, do, do. Insert flashy jingle here. Yep. Who you got? Who I got this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, whether you believe in the madness that's going on in the world right now or not, mm-hmm. I got to tip my hat to Robert Killian. Um, mm-hmm. He is right now dispatched to the Capitol building and part of i heard this morning twenty six thousand guards and dude and the pictures he posted and the caption you know with it's it intense it's it's looks like a war zone and it's a little bit scary not gonna lie um everybody that's um you know tomorrow's a could be a crazy day everybody mm-hmm. stay safe first of all i just want to i want to stay that i hope you're safe tomorrow and whatever happens yep. here in this next week um uh, because the world's kind of on fire right now in multiple ways and i just I just wish for everybody's safety. Um, but to the people that are yeah. out there volunteering and helping and, um, you know, protecting our nation, mm-hmm. like, Big like kudos. seeing Killian out there, man, he, my, dude, my, my heart just breaks. Like, thank you. Yeah, thank you. For sure. How about you? Who you got this week? Um, I'm going to give my community kudos to um, – Fellow podcasters Brecken and Kurt at the Running Public. They've been hustling for their most. Well, I don't know if it's the most recent, but one of I think it was one of the episodes they released last week, um, titled "Bad Coaching." Um, if you haven't given a listen to it, you should do so, especially if you are in the market for, or have had experience with, or are currently signed up with a coach of some sort. Um, They did a really great job on that episode, breaking it down, um, how to pick a coach, what makes a good coach, and debunking a lot of coaching myths because, you know, fact of the matter is, you know, especially with a lot of these pros, not calling anyone out in particular, but, you know, they've made their money and they're living racing. And without racing, obviously, people are looking for other sources of income. And you have people out there who are suddenly 
trying their hand at coaching, and that may or may not be a good decision. So we're going to go down this road then. So okay. All right. So <laughs> Spartans masterclass stuff that they're doing right now, or like mm-hmm. their 21 thing with a lot of like celebrity coaches and stuff and pulling these yeah. in. There's like, oh, these are Spartan master trainers. I've had Spartan SGX coaches, two or three, message mm-hmm. me and like, what the hell is this? Right. And I'm like, these these are people that don't have any Spartan credentials, but Spartan's putting them up here. And don't get me wrong, this happens. This is going right. to happen wherever you're at. Oh, you know, trainer to the stars. Oh, I'm right. I'm an Instagram celebrity off fitness. Oh, what? Mm-hmm. The question is, what are your credentials? Absolutely. And like, we're, we just talked about like, like the high schoolers that I'm possibly going to mm-hmm. help out here. I, I, like I said, I've not pole vaulted. I've not picked up a pole vault pole in a decade. Yeah. Um, I would imagine but, you're going to do some research and some like education before you take on such a feat. Yeah, we, we would hope I would, but not everybody's <laughs> we would going hope to. You would, and but not everybody's you, going to. Like, exactly. Exactly. Um, and like I said, this this episode that they that they recorded was was super, super good. And and, you know, one of the biggest takeaways from it that I think people need to remember when they're looking at hiring a coach, you know, at the end of the day, you are in the driver's wheel and you should feel the empowerment and not be ashamed or afraid to ask questions and Absolutely. push them. I mean, they are more or less interviewing for a job for you. And, you know, it's okay to look at it like that. The fact is, like, if you're going to ask a dumb question, your coach should be able to, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. foster that question and answer that question and not belittle you. But, like, right. in, unless you just want a dick. Yeah. <laughs> unless you just There's... want to deal with a dick. There's, there's a, right. And there's, there's a lot of good coaches out there and there's a lot of really shitty coaches out there. Mm-hmm. I think we personally have had, had experience with both and yeah. I just encourage everybody to go listen to that episode and kudos to those guys for, for being real with it. Yep. I, I would agree 10,000%, you know, and it's find somebody knowledgeable, find somebody that's willing. Cause remember at the end of the day, if you're paying these guys, right. you you know, your, your dollars say quite a bit it it kind of makes me think of watching cobra kai here and And we're back to cobra kai some of the coaches are really dicks but like at the end of the day like they're always fighting rent like they're always trying to make money and they're like shit we're out of money again (laughs) oh my goodness like that but that that is the concept is your dollar really is your vote in my opinion absolutely that's my two cents 100 percent. aside from that i've got a package up a Nintendo 64 and send it to our buddy, the OCR carpenter, because he wants to play Mario Kart with his girls. Well, <laughs> so, there you go. <laughs> anyway, as always, guys, if you want to drop us a link, uh, a like uh, topic for next week's podcast, mm-hmm. um, some bullshit that you're seeing. In the world. We yeah, want to rant yeah. and cuss and rave with you guys. Um, hit us up here, like us on Instagram uh, and check out the episode. Tell your friends. Um, that's really all we got this week. I think. That's about it. Until next week, I'm Leah Hensley. Hey, I'm Jacob Bosecker. Take care, guys. This has been the Bro CR Supercast, powered by Bro CR Media. We always love reviews. Oh, and shout outs, too. Want to be on the review? Drop us a line. We know there are other obstacle course racing podcasts out there, but you choose to laugh with us for a while. So, thanks. 
Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. And thank you. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. God bless. Bye-bye. And bye-bye. Bye-bye. And bye-bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. And bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.